If you're having Brisbane problems, I'll feel bad for your son. We've done 99 suburbs, but Mount Gravatt ain't won. Hit me! 99 oh. suburbs, but Mount Gravatt ain't won. If you're wondering who can unpack, we're number one. <laughs> I got the slushies cold from the night house sold. Driving Those through are trying like to tell <laughs> me that the suburbs bold. <laughs> a cop pulls me over. I'm like, oh, shit, it's the law or something. Then he walks up to my window. But we're both white because it's Mount Gravatt. No problem. Mm. No problem. I got, we done 99 episodes, but a Mount Gravatt ain't one. But it will be. But it is about to be. We done Paddington, Kedron Brook, uh, Stafford too. And if you don't believe that, you can do a poo. Wow. We're rappers now. Jay-Z on the mic, making it spin. What are the lips? Put them in a bin. <laughs> you know, from Jay-Z. The only counsel I want is that from Shrinner. <laughs> who make me and Wolfgang a nice fish finger dinner. All right, like, Henry. Seems like something the Shrinners would eat. I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 99th episode of Unpacking Brisbane. Hello, Brisbane. The Minister for Sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like, at what point is a high hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome back. Those two awesome rappers that started this episode are just having a drink of water while they polish their Glocks. I'm going to literally Pretty have a drink of water, Joey, which is yeah. a, as I put the microphone between my knees yes. and reach for my water because my arm is still in a cast. What, what's my arm? Bloody Lin-Manuel Miranda because it's in a cast and I put mm. myself in it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Thanks, mate. Topical, relevant to Brisbane and the unpacking of it thereof. Uh, but, Henry, uh, for those playing along at home that didn't get why we were covering uh, 99 Problems by JZ, this is Jay episode Z. 99. 99 big ones. If I was a batter at the crease, I'd be feeling very nervous. I would. I actually, yeah, I'd be shitting bricks. Um, and if I was a podcaster at my desk, I wouldn't be. It's one of the most safe environments in which to express yourself. So I feel comfortable saying this. I'm excited. We should point out as well that this is um, Pakistanis being recorded in the midst of a very intense finish to the Pakistan test. And it's a, it's a connection we haven't made, Joe Dwyer, but un-Pakistanis, obviously oh, yeah, Pakistanis, yeah. Australia's playing the Pakistanis. There's a little bit of cosmic magic in the air right That's now. That's very true. Will it mean Australia can get another seven wickets before about 10 o'clock tonight? I bloody well hope so because it looks like we're about to cook it again. Come on, Nathan Gary Lyon, do it for Mount Gravatt, you absolute spinning weapon. Absolutely. And people might know that we're not talking in specifics about, about Mount Gravatt yet because, um, honestly, uh, it's a suburb that everyone's heard of, but I maintain nobody knows where it is or has ever been there. But Henry, we will unpack it. But before we do, uh, keen listeners might be going, well, this is episode 99. Surely you're doing something special for episode 100. And keen listeners would be absolutely dead on the money because for episode 100, we're going to the bright side on the 1st of April and we are playing, not really playing necessarily, we're doing a live show. We are unpacking the Valley, the Fortitude Valley, the most probably the most requested or anticipated episode since we started this show. So 
There are still plenty of tickets available, although they have been selling better since last time Henry and I begged everyone. Um, buy your tickets, see Unpacking Brisbane Live, see the mangroves, and it's going to be great. We announced a very special guest the other day. You want to tell us a bit about Go-Go Bumhole? Go-Go Bumhole is one of the greatest drag acts that I've ever seen. And I know what yep. you're thinking. When, when you think Unpacking Brisbane comedy podcast, when you think the Mangroves, Brisbane-based band, you think, hang on a minute, that's two out of three. And I know Meatloaf told me that ain't bad. I know Meatloaf said two out of three ain't bad, baby, but where's my third? I don't want to watch Fellowship and Two Towers without my Return of the King, or should I say Return of the Queen, folks? Because Go-Go Bumhole is the drag queen that you know you needed to get when you're getting a four white dudes who write about Brisbane show, and you're all thinking... Where my drag queen at? Where my drag queen at? Yeah. Go go bumhole. Is your drag queen? We have performed with uh, Go Go Bumhole in the past, Joe Dwyer. At the bright side, a, in fact. At at the bright side, in fact. Holy crapperoli! So we know One just how good Go Go is. Not, do not want to miss. I mean, it's all in the name. Shakespeare said, "What's in a name, mate?" Yeah. And and he was dead on in this. And instance. we said, "What's go, better go, than bumhole. We yep. say what's better than Brisbane. Shakespeare says what's in a name. We all have our what questions. Yep. Ticket links Moore are... and Ryan Lewis yeah, yeah. said what, 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 what. Everyone has a what question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, tickets are available. It's going to be an absolute hoot. You got us, you got Go Go Bumhole, you got the Mangroves. Uh, we are going to be putting the word out for your thoughts and feelings about the Valley soon. So if you want to have a impact on the world around you that isn't World Vision or donating to a charity message this podcast stop giving your money <laughs> to give it and the red cross and yep. the salvos we we don't want that here what we're we not want, an army we're not an army we're just two guys salvation or otherwise we ain't no army yeah absolutely but let me say th- let me say this if you are if you're listening to this and you haven't bought a ticket to this just just a message just a subtle message buy your ticket yeah just a really subtle just message buy one just what you, is what is getting in your way and get a grip. Do it now. You're on your phone. You got a podcast player. Yeah, that's very I, true, I, doubt listen, I doubt you're listening to it. Offline. Through a friggin' pine cone. Mm. You're not. Though if you've got a pine cone, use it to throw it at someone and force them by ransom to buy you a ticket. There are many ways to get tickets to this thing. Absolutely. It's going to be a party. It's a Friday night. It's in the valley. We've got... Go go bumhole drag queen act. We've got the mangroves rocking out with new. We should say this as well. A lot of people have seen the mangroves uh, several times. You have not heard the songs off the forthcoming third album. Yeah. Now, so, forthcoming third album is a confusing way to put it, but it's yes. <laughs> the, the third album. But we and got new uh, songs. Uh, one of them I'll actually be posting on the Mangroves Insta tonight. It's called Is It True or Did You Read It in the Courier Mail? Uh, it's a. Oh, is that coming out tonight? Uh, yeah, a little, just a little video, just a little taste of video. So uh, come on down, get your tickets. But Henry, without further ado, we should talk about Mount Gravatt. Let's do it. Yo, give me a population, Bretts. I think it's going to be bigger than you'd expect. I think it's going to be 6,700. No, it's the opposite. It's smaller than you'd expect. 3,336. I've looked at a map. They're lucky to even have that. Mount Gravatt, my friend, I'm telling you, is tiny. So, and, and that tininess is actually reflected. It says on Wikipedia, the suburb is situated in the southeast of the city and was one of Brisbane's largest 
This was before it was divided into Mount Gravatt East, Upper Mount Gravatt and Mount Gravatt South, the last being renamed Wishart in the early 1990s. Um, have you ever wished you'd sharted? Well, then go, go to Mount Gravatt you've South. An- come on, come on. You've anticipated what I was going to say, Joe, because I think it says it's a bit of a glass half full, glass half empty situation. Do you read it as wish art? As like, oh, I wish for art, love yeah. a painting. Or do you read it as we shart? which oh. I definitely do, which is a group of us sharted. Absolutely, I read it as we shart. We shart, <laughs> we shart in our pants, we well, I was thinking, you know, we shart, you shart, we all shart for I shart. <laughs> we are a really highbrow, clever show. <laughs> I shart Huckabees. Uh, <laughs> um, but Henry, the thing about, you know, so Mount Gravatt, huge suburb. But clearly the organisers of Brisbane, the Council of Brisbane, got together and said, it's too big. We need to break it up. Like what we need to do with Google.com and Facebook. We need to break it up. Was there Elizabeth Warren in here? Can you imagine what you'd do to some of the larger and more powerful Western suburbs if you broke them up? I'm talking about Barden, Ashgrove and The Gap. And made them into, in the same way that Mount Gravatt got a little wish art, if we broke Barden off... And just be like, oh, here's a new, uh, here's a new suburb. It's called uh, Pooundies. <laughs> like that little, good, that little pocket, that little pocket of Barton near like Good Folk, and you know, kind of in a oh. city where it's just like, oh, proud to live there. Are you? It's called Pooundies now. Good Folk Cafe. Oh, you're cute, are you? Oh, you don't like it when podcasters talk about your business <laughs> negatively because you've got overpriced shit. Oh, you're now in a, you're now in. Pundies. It's not a very nice mm. suburb to live in, is it? Pundies. I will say, I'm not specifically saying this about any business that we may have just mentioned, but Henry, there's a couple of cafes around Brisbane that seem, because obviously like you need to be vaccinated to enter and if you're not, um, you have to take away. And there were just a couple of signs up that betrayed, I think, more sympathy, uh, more sympathy with the anti-vax movement than you probably want to be sharing. I think you could just... Uh. And I just have a theory. Um, This actually isn't about good folk. It's just about multiple cafes. I have a theory that there is enormous crossover between vague anti-vax sentiment and cafe owners. Do you agree? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Last thing to say on Mount Gravatt being broken up is that they didn't follow the lead of Upper Kedron and just call a suburb 15 kilometres away, also Mount Gravatt. It's like, oh, man, I live in Paddington. I live right next door to Mount Gravatt East or West. Get a grip. It'd be hard to... It'd also be hard if they did take that approach of calling it Upper Mount Gravatt because then you'd be like, well, hang on, which one's the mountain? Like, yeah, true, true. Isn't, isn't an upper mountain just a bloody cloud? So true. Uh, do you want to share with our... Summit. Do you want to share with our beautiful listeners why the hill was named Mount Gravatt? Because, of course, that's how the suburb got us now. Joe Dwyer, friend, brother... Alfoil connoisseur. Nothing would give me more pleasure. The hill was named Mount Gravatt after Lieutenant George Gravatt, who was the commander of the Moreton Bay Penal Colony from <laughs> May to July 1839. Not a long stint. No, no, no. But enough to get a, uh, well, enough to get not only a mountain, but multiple suburbs named after you. Um, so this, this guy must have been charming because he's done, I mean, by the t- May to July, by the time he's set up his 
uh, his laptop and sort of once he's, he's once he's, he's really got about a month and a half in the role. Oh, not even, not even. I think once he's learned everyone's name, and then you consider the exit. You know, maybe two weeks of not really working hard. I think he did two weeks of work and decided not for me. Do you know what I heard? I heard he didn't even get added to the Slack chat. Oh, they didn't even have time. They were like, oh, was he? But we have to remove uh, George has already resigned. George, Mate, they didn't. Oh, the guy, oh, the guy we named the mountain after. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Sorry, I um, might have pulled the, He's yeah. quit. Uh, Probably pulled the trigger the a little chat? early on that. Uh, was like, oh, he wasn't in. Um, George Gravatt. And I assume this thing ain't as tall as Mount Cutha. And we've had the debate over whether Mount Cutha is a mountain. Yes. I'm no, assuming I think this, it's is a, this is a hill. absolutely a hill. And yeah, just I said, think this is. I think what they've pushed is the idea that I don't really think there's a peak body that can hey. tell you, you know, hey, it's illegal to call it a mountain, for example. And there should be. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I hope the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is about. <laughs> I just hope that they get around to addressing it on psych. Uh, if, 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 we can, if we can finally get Chicago Fire to yep. stop pissing about with matches and go and sort out mountains. Yeah. Mate, but yeah, you know what, you know what, you know what TV oh, I just show, want to know what he... Sorry, you go. I, I was just going to say, you know what TV show name I've been thinking about lately because I just love it. There's this English sitcom. I might have shared this on the show before that I'm pretty sure it's called Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps. It's the most <laughs> unwieldy name for a television show I've ever heard of. Can you imagine saying to someone like, oh, did you catch the latest episode of Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps last night? I wonder what its uh, its kind of nickname moniker was. I reckon crisps. Pints. Catch crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah crisps. No, I think you're right. I think it's crisps. But both I mean, are very saying... common things in the English vernacular. So yes. maybe you'd, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I'm very, very curious to learn more about George Gravatt because, as we said, it doesn't look good on a resume. He's just gone on his LinkedIn. That's not good. May to July, eighteen thirty-nine. But then yeah. people lived longer, lived less long back then. So maybe that is a good stint in employment. I don't know. Whatever it is, he did two months' work and he got a bloody mountain. Good on him. Pretty nice. Well, the good thing about the mountain, Henry, is that Mount Gravatt Lookout is accessible uh, via a road. Once it's way past water towers, up to the lookout car park and a communications tower. I didn't know there was a lookout. Um, and I've seen the view. It's actually quite nice. Now, you're a, you're a south side slash eastern suburbs fella. Was it a, a smooching hotspot in the way that Mount Cuthra is or not at all? I think we drove across town to Mount Cuthra rather than then smooch go it. further south yeah. to Mount Gravatt. Yeah. Though, we'll get, it, we'll, we'll get into my family connections to this suburb yeah. and why it has been selected for the very... No, that's why you were defending George Gravatt. That's why I was. So intensely. George Gravatt. Um, Gravat also Cravat. I keep thinking like Matt Preston. I and I keep thinking George Calambaras and Matt Preston's Cravat. That's, that's there, why there's I, something that, about George Cravat that's very MasterChef. I I feel like it's the most MasterChef of Wikipedia yeah, names we've come that across. That still isn't the actual name of someone on MasterChef. No, but the to fine balance. Question, George, I yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone speak no, about Cravat as a smooch spot. But my mum, I think, has said in the past. No, no, no. That that was the badass spot. That was where kids went, not Mount Cutha. Though I think now Mount Cutha probably inarguably being the better mountain in terms of the view oh, of the absolutely. city. Yeah, as an attraction. I feel like maybe I was about to say something crazy offensive like because we have cars now, we can get out of our suburbs. Um, no, more I, was than thinking, they used to, I was thinking I was thinking this like, too. Not at all. And if anything, it's I think it's much harder to get your uh, your peas now. 
So if anything, yeah, you actually would have been true. able to drive more. Maybe like car ownership, there was probably a little less, um, yeah, I bought my kids, you know, like a VW because, oh, no, no, they're actually, you know, oh, no, it's actually because he, he got an A plus or whatever. Like oh, I reckon there was probably a little less parents buying their kids cars, but it was very easy to get your hands on a car back in the day. If you get an IP10, we'll get you a Hyundai Gets. <laughs> Oh, we'll get you. You got, a, you got a 12. Well, we've already bought it. So you well, can have it. you can have it. Honda Jazz. No, you, your sister can't have Jazz. it. Um, mate, I also think social media did a lot for Mount Cutha. Mm. That's a bit of a rite of passage upon getting your peas. You got um, Mount Cutha. That's the place where you go for a little bit of a snog. And I just think a snowball effect, Henry. Like, like, let's say they started at 51.49. Just over time, the more and more people you hear about going to Mount Cutha uh, over Gravatt for a snog. Grows. Uh, last thing I just want to say about the lookout is apparently there is a large cave complex located on a walking trail on the southern slope of the mountain. So there's every chance there's a group of sort of mole people types who live in Mount Cravat. Do you know who I've heard? I, I've heard from a reliable source that the Croods live there. Ah, uh, yes, the Croods. I who think that's where the, the Croods. Scott too. Morrison so so cleverly referenced in I, that speech. I think our Prime Minister's little compadres, the Croods, who probably aren't hiding in there anymore because no, we, can't be, we can't be like the Croods on Mount Gravatt, Joe Dwyer. No, no. That'd be cool. That's interesting, mate. That's pretty cool. That's a bit... Uh, I mean, I've, I've been to the Janolan Caves and let me tell you, when a cave, when a cave works, it friggin' works. Yeah, I've been through the Christopher Nolan Caves and I just couldn't remember whether or not I was in a cave. Oh. So I jumped off a, an, a, an apartment building. He's good. Normal person. Uh, last thing I want to say on the Wikipedia, Henry, is apparently, so I'm told by Wikipedia, mm. the suburb is populated by middle-class young families seeking stability, which is just kind of creepy. Like, I want to say Weird. vaguely cult-like way to put it. Uh, and they say, say that Mount Gravatt was once a popular destination of German, Irish and English immigrants to Australia after World War One and Two. German immigrants going, oh, yeah, yeah, stability. <laughs> is putting it, uh, I think that's putting it very mildly. <laughs> when the Deutschmark is inflating quicker than the cost of bloody petrol at the moment, yeah, you oh, put the for some stability. Hey, could I have some stability in petrol prices at the moment? Taking the piss. Germans who I'm sure were very popular at that time. Oh, absolutely. Give me uh, G Germans in 1919 in Mount How was it for you? Right in. Right in. It's funny, it's funny you mention that. One of my mum's very closest friends, I believe, has a German uh, background and I think was also living in Mount Gravatt, if not a similar area. So, uh, yes, if that's, that is there's, in... There's reason to the insanity. Incontrovertible proof that that yeah. is true. Well, Germans love it. How could we not? I Let's think talk that sounds quite German as well. Sounds yeah. Like Gravat, very harsh. Gravat, Gravat. Goebbels. Gobbles. Gobbies. Or as he was known to the fellas around the Reich, Gobbles. <laughs> around the topography of Joey, Joey Gobbles. We just like <laughs> Joey Gobbs. <laughs> Gobstoppers. Uh, that was your nickname <laughs> in high school, wasn't it, Matt? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, should we talk about contemporary Mount Cravat? Let's do it. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Some allegations I wanted to address at the outset here, Henry. 
yeah. is the no one wrote in to say anything about Macrobat allegations that were raised by me. Now it's true to say nobody of say our social media fan base wrote in, but you have someone quite dear to your heart who wrote in. My dear mum, who did grow up in Macrobat, so she, I, and I she's overcome her. that, and uh, and oh, and she's, she's managed to overcome that early setback. <laughs> no, she has not overcome that. <laughs> It's a beautiful play. I can I just say I love Malcolm because I have nothing but happy memories. Because we'll come we'll come to why later. But um, yeah, we didn't we weren't we weren't flooded with messages. I have to say. No. Uh, but let me. And after uh, the floods we've experienced, honestly, that was a good thing for me. And you know what? Thank I you. needed that. Uh, I needed. We that. don't we don't want floods of any variety. No. Um. So let me just have a bloody little look see here for it, mate. Um. So Mum said. Some, some, this is some insights from someone who grew up there. Mount Gravatt Mountain, known amongst the teenagers as MM, double M, or maybe Eminem. That's very fun. Eminem, which really suits with our episode. The rap theme of what we have become. Uh, yeah, so Mount Gravatt Mountain, known amongst the teenagers as Eminem. It was the Mount Cutha of the South Side, a comparison we've drawn already. Now, Mum says, police often came up and did raids, which was tricky because there's only one road down. So oh. I, think the, I, think, I think there was so... To answer your question before about, like, is there anyone think of Mount Gravatt as a, as a spot? I mean, I think that's just because we're not there. And I imagine it's still true. I reckon the Southside kids, it's the spot. Yeah, I think you're right, particularly if the police are doing freaking raids. Yeah, so the Come police on. are going... That's pretty scary. The police are coming up. It's very euphoria of my mum uh, to be up there as the police are coming up and then one row down, you're in, you're in strife. I guess you, you'd need a paraglide. You'd probably need to face the music and, and own up to what you've done wrong. And shoot those cops. Yeah, exactly. I guess if you were a base jumper, you'd be, you'd be out of there. Absolutely. And if you were a base uh, player, you'd be into a band. That's hell, that's hell yeah right, bro. Uh, the big shopping centre, I'm told, in the 60s and 70s was called Big Top, but had no reference to the circus. Which I found very interesting because you'd think if you called the Big Top, I, I agree with mum there, you'd think they could go as far as just lazily painting the roof different colours or something, or I don't know, even have someone making balloon animals on entry. Like, you know, you're the big, you're the big top shopping centre. Yeah. You think there'd be some, I'm not saying you need to have a friggin' magician in the middle of the mall. No, no, no. And that, 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 no, that's, one, no one's no saying. No one is saying you need to have a freaking motherfucking no magician. I didn't even say that, the, the MF word, because I'm aware that this episode would be one that my mum will listen to with an intent ear, and she doesn't like swearing. We, so so no, no swearing zone, this brief discussion. Don't, don't swear in relation to the big top. Uh, but no reference to the circus. But that is now the spot of Spotlight, uh, not the Oscar-winning film, uh, no. and but the material place, and Bunnings, which we will come ah, to in a moment. Ah, Bunnings. Talk more about that. Now, Mum's done some research of her own. Oh, thank Inadvertently. You. She's really sort of single-handedly done the heavy lifting for this episode. Basically written this episode. Uh, according to a book I just read by an ex-cop, it was full of crime in the 80s. Uh, apparently, this is actually quite heartwarming. The cafe at the lookout of Mount Gravatt Mountain, or M&M, is really good, and it's a social enterprise supporting women who need to rebuild their lives, like ex-prostitutes and prisoners. So ah, that's, that's well, a bit all of the more reason to go to the cafe at the at the top. Bit of philanthropy, philanthropy. And can I say this about prisoners as well? Uh, and I think this is known not just from other podcasts I've listened to and from Paddington Two, but 
prisoners, I think, often make very good cooks and chefs. Well, is it partly like I think, that's, I think often you can get they a get job recruited. Yeah. in the prison kitchens and then like you're cooking every single day for four years. Practice you're going to be perfect. fucking good. Absolutely practice makes perfect. Well, that's, if that's only they practice not committing crimes. That would have been a good idea too. I mean, that's sort of the idea of prison. Prison is... Prison. Uh, <laughs> unpacking, unpacking, unpacking prison. Unpacking prison. <laughs> unpacking prison. Our new show, Our Henry news. and I. Six-part series. We go inside Wakehole. Unpacking. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Prison. How is it, guys? It's just like Hello. Johnny Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison type thing. <laughs> we just uh, get shanked straight away. Imagine a live show on Wakehole. I would a live podcast at a prison. Well, at least, then they'd ha- at least then they'd have to come. <laughs> At least then we'd sell a few tickets. Jeez, come they'd, on, come they'd, on. They'd, they'd Feel free to buy them, everyone. Feel free to buy up. Even if you are in prison, early release, <laughs> apply, Please. come along. Um, um, Henry, also that's said, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a lovely oh, there's, thing. Uh, there's great walks all over Tui Forest up to the Mount Gravatt Lookout. Uh, now, now, your mum's maiden name, obviously, Tui. Indeed. Relations? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. hence why, hence why my, Mount Gravatt's in my blood a bit, because... If you read the very famous Brisbane book, The Main Inheritance, yes, the Tui, the Tuis are mentioned a fair bit, and you have to yeah, fairly my significant. My cousin knows a lot more about this than anyone, uh, but basically, the oh, how do you say? It? Um, they were they were yeah one of the big families. They bought up a lot of land early. They're very wealthy. They were one of the kind of founding families of Brisbane in many respects. Mm, so Tuis. like like the Kennedys of New England. They're, very much like the Kennedys, and meaning, I better stay away from grassy knolls. Absolutely, you should. As a as a descendant of the Tuies, yeah, get a good. Uh, but no relation to the brewery, unfortunately. Which growing up, I was mm, like, fair enough. I don't want no forest. I want me beers when I'm yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Now I now you say I you were growing up. Do you mean like six? I don't know. I feel like an age when I was perceptive enough to say, oh, I'd be like, oh, beer's cool. People enjoy this thing. Yeah, you mean right now, mate. Beer is fabulous. Beer, beer, about beer just mate. excellent. I'm pro really beer. Um, shelf. But yeah, so Tui, Tui Forest, which is great. Dad and I did a hike just before I uh, moved to Townsville. Went strolling around for the day. Absolutely lovely. Now, yeah. the, the strip of shops along Logan Road is called Mount Gravatt Central. Logan Road is the spine of the suburb, connecting it to Holland Park and Upper Mount Gravatt. Our parents aspired to move to Upper Mount Gravatt in the 70s because Garden City had opened and the houses were brick and new. And we didn't realise until we left school that the north side looked down on us. And I think they still do, which I believe mm, absolutely. earlier comments by you probably proved. And the okay, fact absolutely, that absolutely. people didn't get that involved in this uh, in the conversation online. So, mate, very interesting. Hey, it's, it was somewhere. Now, mum said up in Mount Gravatt there, which I think does exist. And I realise we spent yeah. a fair bit of time we at the beginning. Oh, but we were saying it doesn't. It's a different suburb. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. But it's not far away. No, and by comparison, well, it's next to it, Henry. <laughs> yes, it's up. It's up. Um, it had a, it has a population of nine thousand, so it's got three times the pop. I, I don't think there's actually that many people that live in Mount Gravatt itself. I think that's predominantly the mountain. Um, but it also has, Hen, a Griffith University campus. It does. Griffith University. Now, you're, you're wearing your Griffith colours tonight. Well done. Actually, Red and white. Yeah. Indeed. I'd love for one of the fucking Brisbane universities to have a secondary colour that isn't white. 
Because UQ is purple and white. Uh, UT is blue yeah. and white. Griffith's red and white. Someone be like orange and black, like the Bengals. Like purple and green. Mm. No, no, purple's too UQ. Oh, yeah, that's too UQ. Um, yeah. Yellow and yellow and green. Just do like Aussie colours. Oh, yellow and blue, call Ukraine. It, I call it Meat Pie University, Ukraine. Yeah. Ukraine. Ukraine um, University. You know all i got to say about Griffith? I've never met someone from Griffith I didn't like. And I have met many people from a number of tertiary institutions who I've not warmed to. And I would say generally the reasons have absolutely nothing to do with tertiary institutions. Just a little quirk I was thinking about today. I'm like, I can't think of anyone who I know who goes to Griffith that I don't like. I quite like that. I think that it's that sort of simplicity you get out at Mount Gravatt. You know, you're not, it's not fucking Gardens Point. It's not mm. crazy. You know, you can wake up and you can walk up a mountain. I mean, when yeah. you live hours and hours away from the city, like where Mount Gravatt is, when you've yeah. got to catch an overnight train to get to the CBD, the pace of life. <laughs> when you're on the Orient Express, hoping <laughs> totally you different. get murdered. Yeah, I saw Death home. on the Nile the other night. Was that any good? A few weekends ago. Um, no, but like, if you look at murder mysteries, it's good. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, Keith Branner overdoes it a bit. Kenneth. Um, what did I say? Keith, which sounds like his Aussie cousin. It's a bizarre thing Keith Brown. Because is, I guess, the, is the Mount Gavatt campus different to the Nathan campus? I think I so. I think so. I looked this up today. There is a, specifically a Mount Gavatt campus that seems to be like at the foot of the mountains. And there's also a Nathan campus. Understood. Yes. Because Nathan is a different suburb. Yes. One of the um, all-time worst suburb names, I'd say. Nathan. Na- Nathan. Uh, yeah, I, I, something I like about Griffith, and, and to me, growing up, because I, my grandparents are in Mount Gravatt, or were in Mount Gravatt, rather, so I was there a lot growing up. So Griffith University was like, oh, that's where the uni is in my mind. That's the predominant Ah, that's the uni. That's the uni in my I mean, mind. it's about as fucking central as UQ. Like, it will forever bother me that our most established university is extraordinarily inconvenient to get to. And he's just like yes. a random little Western suburbs place. Oh, West, West, uh, yes. Mm. Now, oh, we've got a wicket. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Cummins got the wild alarm. No, Barber's still in. Barber's still in. Oh, this is good, folks. Oh. This is lovely. Sorry, okay. sorry, everyone. Cummins just bowled a wicket maiden. Fantastic. Oh, thank God. The Rizwan in. The captain's. Steps the heck up. Okay. If if Cummins, if we can get Baba Azam here, I think all of a sudden. Okay, this is all of this match is just come on. Oh, well, um, we've got to get through bloody <laughs> talking about the back of that so we can go watch the cricket. Yeah, um, you I, were I saying about Griffith, Griffith as well. Yeah. I don't think it knows how to market itself. Mm. That's just another quirky observation. I, I think agree. like I have seen throughout my life Griffith be like, and I think it's probably because their campuses are so spread out. Like South Bank has got the film school. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of like, where the artsy alternative? There's not really but a cohesive identity. But then all of a sudden they're identity. like, medicine, absolute medicine, yeah. nothing else. And then they're like, but if you want to make movies with your life, that's cool too. Yeah. And suddenly Medicine like, on the coast. Medicine, medicine at the beach, stethoscopes <laughs> in the surf, CPR, and then a baltar beer. We love the beach. Oh, good, good. We love helping. <laughs> but then they're like, but, but how good you guys are like... What do you reckon of Greta Gerwig? How good's Lady Bird? Yeah. She's How a good? great director. Would How you like to be 
<laughs> I told you, great movie. How do you like to make back? <laughs> Heart attacks will kill a person. We need people to stop them now. Doctors, 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 Griffith. Medicine, medicine, medicine. I go to Griffith. Wow. Are you going to be the next Spielberg or the next peel my balls back and see what's wrong? <laughs> Doctor. Hey, how, how, how would you like to speak Italian? Because we've got foreign languages and so we'd love to send you so overseas. So true. You ever seen House? <laughs> that'd, that'd be cool. Grey's Anatomy, they have sex all the time. You got you got it dead on, Henry, but you also got something um, here about a law review title. This is just funny, and I've always loved this. The Griffith Law Review, which is, you know, they were ha- having a go, doing their best, but it wasn't as sort of probably well-funded or... Uh, well, they just don't have, you know, the history of doing it. Like, yeah. So they... We're doing very a fortunate. Review, and good on them for doing it and having a crack. And we, that they named it. And for people who aren't familiar with law reviews, they're always just a play on a movie or a show or a, an album sometimes. Like, yeah, there's basically a law pun. Like, for example, Jurassic Park becomes Jurassic Clark, etc. Now, they decided to do Star Wars as the kind of basis text for what they would be titling their review after. Now, you would think they would call it star uh star laws being rhyming laws and wars very very straightforward they called the review law wars which which um so you have two words one of which one rhymes, of which rhymes with, laws, with law law and wars. the <laughs> did they just think no no laws of the stars what a boring concept but wars about law, that's, that'll get bums in seats. That'll get anuses sitting down. I'll get some, I'll get some butthole on some plush. <laughs> I love it if that's how people sit bums on seats. Come on, that'll folks. get anuses on a chair, eh? We, we need some hole on cushion. <laughs> um, so yeah, who, you, wants, who wants some rims on leather? Come on. <laughs> Go on. Um, no. but mate, I, I, I will circle back as well, just to the idea before we speak about Bunnings, um, which we will do. The fact that, and as I mentioned, the, the special memories I have of Mount Gravatt because of my grandparents growing up there. Yeah. And to me, my grandparents just had one of the great, like, just classic, you know, brick house, south side, go along, just a really classic 70s, 80s house. Uh, lived there, you know, for years. And um, we... I don't know. Is this something you observed when you were growing up? Was going to your grandparents' house the most insane, exciting thing in the world? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, partly because both my grandparents lived up the coast. True. So it was so like a were... huge deal. But see, we only ever went and stayed there for like multiple nights. So I never ah. really had the experience. I feel like a lot of kids do of like, we're going to granny and granddad's for like the afternoon. It's going to be four concentrate hours of treats and insane fun and then you fall asleep in the car and go home like it was really like we're going on holiday it was wonderful but we were like every on grandchildren every now and again you'd get a sleepover at my grand's grandparents place in mount gravatt and boy oh boy like to me and looking back now it's not things that a kid would traditionally find exciting but it meant home brand lemonade it meant yeah it meant watching the bill Oh, which was mate. a cop procedural adult, adult drama. Show. The ABC. show, mate. We because my parents that my grandparents that 
ABC TV was never off. Grandpa and yeah, Grandpa yeah. always had on. The news would be on. Shades of then, shades of they've lost the remote. Mate, if you're lucky, you you could be getting the new inventors. You could be getting. I mean, Kath and Kim could come on. The bill, how good? I think ABC TV, and I say this now, being employed by the ABC, yeah. there was just a golden age there where there wasn't other options. You were either watching the three commercial stations, yeah, or you were watching ABC. And, oh, I, and I liked like, this show at the time, but when ABC started making Hungry Beast, I think that was when the decline started. I don't even remember Hungry Beast. Uh, it was good. It was on like after the grow and transfer. Cool. I think ABC started maybe reading its own press a bit too much about like we are the future of like youth content and comedy in Australia and, and I think slightly yeah. lost their way. Yeah, I think they should have just been focusing on the bill. If they yeah. could, if honestly, they, they just just just, just buy bill. more BBC shows and occasionally give us a summer high tie or you know oh, no don't oh. don't give us that that's offensive. Um, give us yes, give us the Gruen transfer. Give us yeah, spec man. and spec. The other thing about my grandparents' house, Mount Gravatt to me was always a place of danger and risk oh, yeah. because they had a balcony that the folklore amongst me and my cousins was just I reckon we can jump off it onto the lawn. I remember the first time that one of my cousins did it and nothing broke, but it kind of became like legend. It was like Gabrielle jumped off the deck. Oh, it, was, wow. it wasn't, and it wasn't very high, but for kids it was so, and there was a stony rock path you had to avoid. So even talking about this, my heart rate has been up. Oh mate, I can time. see, I can see you're sweating. Um, well, that's beautiful, Henry. It was beautiful. And uh, my grandpa sadly passed away. I think part of my love of cricket is, him having it on, listening to the radio commentary with the TV on. I think I went over and painted one day and we just got around it, watched cricket, had a chat. It was a great time. It's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. Did you ever go to Bunnings, Mount Cravat? I don't know if I did, but you, you, you've had a long-raging war against the sanctity of the sausage. No, it's not the sanctity. Um, I've just written down here, my Bunnings thing. I just wish, I don't know, I think Australia needs to cool it a bit on the sausage it's my same beef with the democracy sausage, with the Bunnings sausage. To me, here is my problem with that, and I'm sure I'm wrong. It smacks. When I say cool it, I'm particularly talking the BuzzFeed listicle that's like 18 greatest Aussie traditions and like pedestrian TV being like snap, sizzle, snag. Bunnings is doing $1.50 to raise like, and just like mm. the fetishization of it. Here's what bothers me. Now, Hen, I assume you're like me and that you grew up going to barbecues where, like, having a sausage on bread was not an at-all uncommon thing to have. It was almost like, especially going to school, yeah. every single day there was some sort of sausage sizzle. Yeah, absolutely. To like, like, gold coin donation. Yeah, like, like I, I, in my mind, the standard, you know, the relatively common Aussie upbringing is there is a, a plentiful supply of sausage sizzles at all times. So it just smacks of this inner city elite who was packed sushi to go to school and, you know, never given a gold coin for the sausage, just losing their mind about like, how wonderful that a simple burnt meat and white bread could bring so much joy to the, to the masses and stuff. It just, it has this weird tone of like cultural tourism to me. Anyway, I also think the Bunnings sausages are not very good. The Lions and, like, legacy fundraiser sausages are generally excellent. Mm. I just think Bunnings... Also, I'll say this. Bunnings doesn't do a sausage sizzle that often. Definitely I think not on... I, I think it's Definitely. only on a Saturday. Yeah, I think... And, and I want to say for quite a narrow time. Anyway, 
I do love a sausage. Uh, no, no, I, all I just, of this stands for a place of I, 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 I absolutely love a sausage sizzle. And I've seen you cook. You you very often go for the I sausages. I love sausages. You know, yeah, it's fantastic. Casking, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying in terms of like you can see someone who's gone to pick up some like blood and bone for their nursery and their houseplants or something, you know, come, coming down in a, in a linen shirt and shorts, getting themselves a bunning sausage and make sure there's mustard on it and being like, you know what? I am still in touch with the common man. Yeah. yeah, that, that, That's the shade of it to me. I would a, would a rich snob who lives in Ascot be having a bunning sausage? I do not think so. <laughs> it's just shades of like, and what the poor's love to do is congregate at a bunnings on a Saturday morning for their weekly slop. And hey, it's Marjorie, a great Marjorie, Marjorie, look at this. Marjorie, look at this. I've got a bunning snack. They call it a snack. A snack. What are these people? These, these people are they're buying bricks to probably build a home in the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, well, I don't know what they do, but, it, you know, think of it. Meat in intestines. The ingenuity of the, the working class, miraculous. They made an animal into a cylinder, and they put it on bread. They lathered it in sugary, sugary sauce. They're brilliant. <laughs> you know, we, we say a lot of shit about them, but uh, they, they're inventive. Marjorie, <laughs> they're all hanging out at a big green shed. It's big, Bartho- it's... Bartholomew, Bartho- Bartholomew, come in here, come in here. Ba- Boy. Party. Party. <laughs> now, well, this is, just don't ask how it gets made. <laughs> um, oh, final thing I'll say... Henry, I'm sure if you, know, if you went to Mount Gravatt... Um, when you were younger and visited your grandparents, there's probably a time where you did a Scooby-Doo impression while oh. you were there. Um, I just had this thought the uh, last night of the Harry Potter Goblet of Fire, Barty Crouch Jr. line, but it's mm. Freddie Prince <laughs> Jr. <laughs> just wanted to get that out there. In seeing we're doing, seeing we're doing, <laughs> uh, seeing we're doing untethered thoughts. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> Great but name for, for our next podcast after we run out of suburbs. <laughs> Untethered thoughts. Untethered thought. Uh, <laughs> LinkedIn, but it's for yeah. young, uh, thin, gay men called Twinkedin. Yeah, great. great. Um, really untethered thought. I've always found it fascinating. The idea of someone, and I've never met anyone like this, but who doesn't realise that it's LinkedIn and pronounces it Linkedin. <laughs> <laughs> just always thought that. Anyway, let's ask an erotic little baby question. Does Mount Gravatt fuck? It's got to be a no from me. Um, I would particularly feel weird saying the suburb of your wonderful grandparents and mother. Yeah, seeing I've spent uh, the last fucks. half hour talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. my grandparents. I'll tell you what, it seems like a wonderful place to uh, have children in the vicinity, um, but it, it doesn't fuck for me. Maybe in the 80s when the lookout was a scene, yes, but I can't vouch for that. You know, Mount Kutha fucks. I don't think Mount Gravatt does. I, I'm going to say Mount Gravatt, the lookout, probably did. Yeah, probably I don't did. know if it still does. Yeah. I'm, pro- I'm sure it still does for Southsiders. I'm maybe a little bit out of that scene. But, I mean, I'm not south at all. I'm in the bloody north. But I would say that, yeah, I, I reckon it's a, it's a pretty hard no. And I think we can all agree it would be... Very imagine imagine if I'm like it's the place where my grandparents grew up. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful place of childhood <laughs> memories. Going to see my grandparents. Obviously, my mum also grew up there. Yeah, you know, th- yeah, just riding their bikes around, building cubbies. Uh, does Mount Gravatt fuck? Yep. Moving yeah, on. absolutely. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Not a <laughs> I think that'd be weird. I think that'd be, that'd be, be weird, some yeah. questions. You've done the right thing. Um, nah, I uh, I don't think it does. But if you live there and you're young and you like the lookout and you disagree with us, power to you. You're legend. Yeah.
Ah, uh, that's all. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone, to episode 99. Um, as promised, if you bought a ticket to our Brisbane Spectacular and messaged us, you get your own personalised freestyle rap. Now, crucially, because a lot of people have bought tickets, we're not freestyle rapping every single name, but if you message us, I want to say with a screenshot of your ticket, but I trust everyone. Just message us saying you bought your ticket and we'll do a freestyle rap. So, Henry, I got, I got the names here. Do, uh, we just, do we just do one continuous rap? Yeah, and yeah. go one each, work yeah. them in. Yeah. All right. Ready? First, you got Liv and Sophie Price. The price is right to come out tonight to a Mangroves, a UB. They're a pair of twins seeing good comedy. That's how we win. Yeah, love scrolling for tickets on Instagram. And you know who does it? James Nottingham. Yeah, what he does is he clicks that link. Yeah, come on, James, you sexy twink. Sorry if you're not. Darren Farkas. Darren, <laughs> Darren Fart much? Kidding, brother. You're a legend among us. Darren Farkas. Don't miss his parking. He'll reverse in and... They'd be fun. <laughs> when I'm playing rugby union, I like to get in a Morley. Yeah, you know that I'm rich. I ain't acting poorly. And then I go down uh, talking about a teacher who I used to like and taught us public speaking, Mr. Pauly, but that's not related, to David Thorley. David, David, he can't be savoured because he lives so dangerously that he's uh, got shot in the dick. <laughs> yeah. Talila, Talila. Oh, just some more beers. Ah. Uh. She wrote how to pronounce. We won't mess it up. She's a great fan. She's, she's full of pep, like her last name. Pepitch it up. And if you, think, uh, if you think that this is the sitch, you should get with Pepitch. Now, I'd be, a, I'd be very sadford, as in my <laughs> sadness would be forward, if I, if I, I'd, and I'd be spewing if I wasn't like Lewis Radford. Uh, yeah. It ain't. I, I didn't go to Bradford Whitley. Uh, Bradley Whitford. Oh, this is this is the guy I know the best of all these people. I can't even get it. Bradford Whitley, my favourite actor in the West Wing. Coming to the show. Who is? Who is? I'll tell you who is. Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. There you go. Tell um, me how you're feeling. Are you hella good? Nah, if you're Bridget, you're hella well. What a great last name. Speaks for itself. Yo, I'm Bridget. Build a bridge to the Gidget and get over it. Be there. Be under it. Under the bridge. Red hot chili pepper. Feeling kind of better because I'm hella well. Yeah, there'll be the mangroves. They'll be singing your song and everybody there's going to be playing ping pong. That's probably not true. That is wrong. But I'll tell you who ain't wrong, Melanie Wright, because she'll be there on the night. Or maybe he'll be there on the night. Apologies. <laughs> if he I, is. Well, he is apologies, on the night. <laughs> but it's going to be quite a sight when you get to see Melanie Wright. Band. Thank you, everyone. Buy your tickets. We will see you for our 100th episode at the Bright Side, April 1st. Brisbane oh, Spectacular. This will, be the last time, this will be the last time people hear from us. Yeah, it's next you hear from us, it better be looking at our beautiful faces, us looking at yours when we unpack Fortitude Valley. Fortitude Valley, which is being recorded in the Valley, I can absolutely promise while we are going to be recording it and, of course, releasing it as the 100th episode, mm. I think it's going to be 
a much better experience. Going to be a bit of a there. Yeah part of the show participating there's going to be some dancing there's going to be there's going to be heaps of stuff there's like going to be every story that takes place in the valley you have to be there yeah so buy your tickets just go to our instagram the links in the bio it's pretty easy all the mangroves instagram whichever one uh come through us buy a ticket they're not expensive at all bring some mates even if they don't listen to the podcast a lot of people have told us over the last few you know after the last stretch of whether it was lockdowns or floods or whatever it was, that their mates put them onto the show. So if you have some mates who you think are just want a good night out in the valley, it'll be it'll be wrapped up, you know, and then you can go kick on and have beers. May as well just you can come, go to kick on, freeze, have a laugh. Yeah. So uh, we really want to see you there. We can't thank you enough for being with us for 99 episodes. We didn't even think we'd get this far. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the journey, and let's all celebrate the three figures together on the first of April at the bright side. It would mean just the absolute world if you could spare a few bucks buy a ticket and come see us thank you